Welcome to Reboot or Rewind, a podcast in which we talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and the reboots that are bound to happen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ty. And let's rewind back to 2018 and watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before. What you talking about, Will? You got it, dude. You little nasty. Um, yeah, I really had to slow down when I read that title because <laughs> I <laughs> to all the boys I've ever loved is what I keep wanting to call it. Um, yeah. But anyway, so how it's you know, how 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 are you doing, Ty? Good, good. I'm in a bit of transition, but am I always it like I never have not not to um, transition. I've been crocheting a lot, you know, um, Gotta use up that yarn. Yeah, use up that yarn you know, just been reading some books that I liked and did not like. Um, I think I'm done with romance for a while. I think I need to go back into like non-romance. So there's a couple of books that I'm looking at now are like more like quirky murder mysteries, but not like mm. deep murder mysteries, but like the quirky ones. Um, a little bit more upbeat. Um, and some like more like low-key urban fantasy. So like that's what I'm like, you know, going towards right now because these romance books are bleeding me dry. Yeah, you definitely like it's important to take a break from from yeah. the, every now and then, especially because they are so like formulaic. Yes. Um, and you start to like become almost like cynical about it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not there yet. It just I'm you know. always there. <laughs> but, okay, cool, cool. What about you? Um, oh, I've been, you know, I've just been, I've just been doing me. I've just been you know, taking care of some important uh, tasks related to schoolwork that we don't need to discuss here. We don't. We don't <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm making it happen. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting my stuff together. But um, I think we have a, I don't want to delay too much bringing our our special guest in. Um, but I'll go ahead and let you introduce her since even though you know, we are, her Her and I are friends. You guys are better <laughs> friends. <laughs> so I'll let you guys, um, you introduce her for us. Our two-time, I think now with this, you're, you're our most, you're our most, you know, recurring person. So Ooh, yeah. And number one fan <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> um, it's nice to like take our messages off the text message what she like re like listens to it and put it into the podcast. So and we literally this all happens because we were mentioning that we we're gonna be doing what we're doing today and in our trivia night, because of course we always have to get together for some for something. And she was like, Yeah, I wanna draw it. I wanna do it. And so I was like, Hey, um, so I will meet Kareem. Hello. <laughs> uh hello listeners i'm glad to be back uh to talk about the what to all the boys series yeah. um i have a lot of thoughts and mm -hmm. i'm excited to share them <laughs> i also have a lot of thoughts mm -hmm. so is the series just called to all the boys yeah mm -hmm. they changed it yeah it's like weird um okay it's not it's to the all the boys shorthand. i've loved before and then well, that's the first book and so in the second book it's the first uh p.s i still love you 
And so oh. is that just P.S. I Still Love You as the title? Or is it to all the boys I've ever loved before, colon, P.S. I Still Love You? I guess it's like... I think in the Netflix movies, like, that's how they caption it. Or, like, I think that's how they title it for Netflix, because just to let everybody know, it's the same series. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because when you look at the thumbnails, it'll say, like, to all the boys, colon, this. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I am new to this, so I'm going to go ahead and divert to our... Uh, local professional uh <laughs> about this series to introduce it to y'all so ty can you give us a description of the show sure so to all the boys is a 2018 film and television franchise on netflix based on the 2014 book series by jenny Han. the first three films center around morgan covey her potential romance with five boys she wrote love letters to and her bottling romance with one boy in particular peter kaminsky in 2023, the film franchise got a spin-off series based on her younger sister, Catherine, Kitty to her friends, Covey, as she navigates high school at an international school in South Korea. Um, So I probably haven't gotten as into the series, as much into the series as Ty has, uh, because uh, for those who don't know, well, Ty just said it, but they're based off a book series. Uh, and there's three books in the series. I've only read the first one. I thought it was cute. I thought it was too long. Um, but we can get into that when we talk about the books. Um, and I was really excited for the first movie to come out. It was cute, met expectations. Um, and the second, the other two also were cute. Uh, there's definitely a ranking um, that I have in my heart for them, um, with the third one being my least favorite, but we can get into that later. And XO Kitty is a series. That is, that's a, that's a series that is happening. Um, yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> That's my feelings on it. And uh, before we delve into big stuff, so I can hear Ty's thoughts too. Yeah. So I I read the book maybe sophomore year, like late sophomore year of college. I was 20. So I read the I read it like in like 2015. So a long time ago. And so I loved I loved the first one. I'm like, yes. And then the second one was just about to come out. I was like, oh great. Let me let me sacrifice myself up. Um, I love the books. Um the more I watch the movie, the more I have more problems with it. Um, and I think because I was putting I was putting I was entering the context clues that the movie was leaving out because I read the book, so I was like I was getting more of the context clues for it. Whereas um, in the now that I rewatch it, especially the last two being farther away from from me reading the books, I kind of dislike it a little bit more. Uh, there definitely is a ranking um, one, two, three. Um, and then Exo Kitty, I, we're going to have a time to talk about the reboot. I have a lot of problems with it. And not all of it has to do with just the show. It has to do with, like, just the show in general and then, like, the characters. Yeah, I mean, it's good to know that y'all also um, didn't like three because the third was not great. No. Um, and that's also how I felt I mean, when I watched them. But I would actually say that the second was maybe a little bit better than the first for me. Mm-hmm. No, actually, never mind. Because it's what happened is not what I wanted to happen. So um, I would have to put... I guess the first one up top just because it was the most interesting and like the least frustrating. Um, but it was all very like classic, like high school romance. A lot of the same issues we see like covered in a lot of the typical high school romances, especially in the third one. I, th- I think the third was the most like 
we've seen it we've we've seen it before kind of thing and also they're definitely not going to work um if you've been dating for two years in high school and you've already broken up twice over a misunderstanding you're not gonna make it <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's not all it's not gonna be always in forever i'm sorry um so it's like kind of like i was like oh yes we've seen this choice before like choosing college over a boy um i'm so glad she made the right choice because i was really worried there for a second but that one was, i think was the least memorable but yeah i i, I think i agree with one two three if that's where y'all y'all standings are at um my standings are two one three um i think even though two is it's <laughs> i have my problems with two for sure but i do think it's the one that i kind of like to rewatch the most mm. um and there are more not more interesting well there are interesting things happening in that one i like that we delve into like deeper into the relationships of that Lara Jean has with other characters yeah. besides peter um for me particularly i really like um where they go with her relationship with genevieve and i know that continues off into three um but i like what they do with genevieve because it's not something that you normally see i think in like these ya aimed movies or at least we're seeing it now modern more modern takes like where you don't always have to be enemies with the mean girl like sometimes you guys can come to an understanding and eventually come to a good place and maybe even like a friendship or come back to a friendship if you had one previously and i really like that for lara jean and genevieve um that they put aside their differences over this boy peter Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and came to their own understanding outside of like trash can we talk about these okay all the guys are trash well i do think i i mean i do want to mention though the 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 friendship moment like into with genevieve Mm -hmm. um i think they should have made it clearer that like i think what she saw when she found out like what peter's like was saying about like the revelation about like oh peter knew that she was going to see that like he was waiting for her in the hot tub, blah, blah, blah. I think she kind of realized that from her Genevieve's point of view, then Lara Jean yeah. is the villain. Mm-hmm. Like she was just going down there to meet her boyfriend and she happens upon this scene. And that's like her supposed former best friend. But like, I know they had had their rough patch already and, and they weren't really friends at the time, but still. So I think she like that realized like, and I wish they had had more of a conversation about that. And then we saw that grow more in three. I don't think it was addressed that much that they could have had a chance to be closer in three. It was just a few, like few conversations, a few kind of, but, but I do, I think I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, I appreciate that. That kind of showed that a little bit more in two. And they should have had more of a conversation, which they also don't do with the books, but also a more conversation with Peter. Computer could have said something. And that's the reason why he went to her room afterwards is because he knew that he was supposed to be meeting her. Like he did not, he did not, like he knew that they didn't like each other and he knew how it looked. And he was like, oh, y'all should just get along. It's like, why should we get along? Like you're making it a misunderstanding for no reason. Um, I'll chalk that up to teenage boy. I, I know i know he, and he's I, a bad I, communicator i think we see that in all three movies <laughs> like he does not know how to communicate <laughs> it's awful um because at the point in the first movie where it's clearly not a fake relationship anymore because there's no reason i hate fake relationship tropes by the way um, so for me you need a really good reason to have the fake relationship um and their reasoning was flimsy at best um but when at the point in the movie where it's clearly not fake because like Genevieve already is jealous that boy Josh whatever he's a guy talk about Josh I'm gonna gonna wait for you to finish before okay (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and then they're arguing about like going to the ski trip 
um, when they could clearly just break up. And Peter's like, you're scared. And she's like, why am I scared? And I'm like, Peter, just tell her you like her. Just tell her that you actually want to date her because like, there's no reason to keep up the false pretenses. Like, just say, I want to date you. I want to be boyfriend and girlfriend on this ski trip. That's, it's easy. It's easy. And he does it. And that's why we end up in that hot tub fiasco in the first place. Yeah, yeah he should have been much clearer with both with both girls to avoid like he could have his actions could have avoided all of that happening. Mm-hmm. And my you know for my problem with Josh and and my problem with even sometimes with John Ambrose a little bit too is that especially in book one they didn't show any of the scenes of the in the book from the book that would have made you understand of her growing infatuation with Josh or Josh reciprocating that infatuation. Because in the movie, it definitely just seems like, oh, he lost his girlfriend and now he wants to be Laura Jane so he could kind of be with his girlfriend but not really be with his girlfriend. Because that's how it kind of felt. It's like, well, if I can't have Margot, I'll have Laura Jane. But it wasn't... Well, that's how it kind of felt to me because they didn't really show that he actually liked her. Like, in the in one example of the book is that <clears throat> it's Halloween and Laura Jean dresses up as Cho Chang from Harry Potter and then she sees that Josh is dressed up as Harry Potter and they have like this cute little like oh my god we thought of the same thing oh my god and Peter's like no that's a couple's costume he likes you da-da-da-da-da. and then you find out that he did ask Kitty um what her costume was going to be so then he can so he can dress up like her which was Something that you need to, to see, you know, um, so you can have that, like, oh, okay, so he actually does kind of like her. Like, it's not just, like, in her head. Um, and there's some, like, other parts in the book, too. Like, when they actually have, like, conversations with, like, without everybody that, like, you can see, like, oh, yeah, like, they're actually, like, developing some type of bond beyond their relationship with Margot. And because they didn't really show that in the movie, when he like defends her it, it is like it's like oh you're still in love with him it's like oh did we really see that she was <laughs> she kind of wasn't like she was really all in with you for like for a really long time at that point you just said they would just talk a lot because he missed Margot and she missed Margot and I could have mm-hmm. just if they, they could have just made it kind of like that and that he just didn't like Peter um because they also didn't really talk about like in the books like you can definitely tell that peter his gang not his gang like but his group is kind of like the popular boys so like they kind of like look down on a lot of the other like groups like josh was kind of a nerd like he's in the nerdy clubs and you know all this other stuff and like so you can understand why he just did not like peter um not only because he liked Jean, but also like he just vehemently did not like peter for a reason um but they didn't really show why he had that animosity they showed it off as jealousy but in the books it was more than just jealousy so weirdly for josh so i like josh better in the movies i mean he has like next to no personality in the movies but in the books he's like an a-hole and um like he's awful and i was like wow i don't think all this strife should be happening over somebody who is this like awful of a person um and so like I think my tweak would have been and I this is like the only note I wrote about like what I wanted to say in the podcast was about Josh um was that I feel in the movies they should have had like at least a montage of scenes like you're saying Ty like of showing that him and Lara Jean are hanging out um without Marco because they do do that in the books 
and um like show like maybe there is kind of a and it could be like ambiguous like we don't know their feelings because you know like he just lost his girlfriend and sh- her sister is gone so like obviously they're both feeling a gap that Margot is you know they're mar- they're missing Margot from um with Josh still being a nice guy I, I think it's very key that he's a nice guy that like <laughs> that that's where all this misunderstanding from because like the whole time you're watching the first movie I'm like wow I'm like a men's rights person because Josh gets the short end of the stick in the movies like because his girlfriend dumps him out of the blue night before she moves to Scotland like she probably should have mm-hmm. said that like a week ahead like a week before yeah. um and I don't know where she reasoning she gave to him but her reasoning is mom said I shouldn't go to school with a boyfriend um and then and then her sister sends him a letter for, for his point of view he gets a letter a week or so after his girlfriend dumps him her sister started professing uh her love for him and then she refuses to speak to him and which is like insane not insane but like it's even more blatant because they live right next to each other so like she is running away from him at every opportunity and so from his point of view he's just like wow the the song coveys hate me for no reason um and so i do wish they had a little bit more to go off of um on there just I don't know. Josh writes, give him a little bit more to do in the movie. Yeah, because like in the book, which I don't want to keep on talking about in the book, but in the yeah. book, he had more of a relationship with all the cubbies. Like Kitty mm-hmm. also had a crush on him and he was really close with the dad. And it was really, and like you kind of see that all coming when they were talking about the Christmas cookies. Like they do like a Christmas cookie list and he, and Josh was mad that his cookies wasn't being considered because they were putting in Peter's cookies and he got really mad about that, which is a dumb thing to get mad at. But you can see why he he felt like Peter was pushing into his territory of the song, like in the song Covey's life. And you <laughs> didn't see that. And it also like they kiss in the book. Like mm-hmm. he, but gets, he like, forces that kiss on her. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about how Josh is a good person. We're just saying that there yeah. was. I wish we would have saw them actually express like josh actually liking laura g but yeah in the yeah he kisses her in the in the book um and which is why marco gets mad not not because she um peter says oh you love him it's like no you he kissed you and that's what you know and that's what kind of spiraled it then just like a projection like something actually happened for making peter mad then just like you just love him that which came out of nowhere and also it was like it was a whole another thing like Josh also wrote Margot a letter like right before she left because it, it was a whole thing. But yeah, we don't have to talk too much about that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I mean I'm, I'm. It made sense for her to choose Peter over Josh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could see them probably like leaving a lot of like a lot of stuff from the books between her and Josh out of the movie because I think the focus was supposed to be on Peter. Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you what didn't make sense. She should have chosen John Ambrose. And <laughs> I have this thing that I get annoyed with in um, a lot of young adult literature is they've taken this um, this kind of like thing in romances, like the the spark, whether like a kiss has the spark that you're looking for. And they make it like this kind of like 
easy explainer for like why she doesn't shoot like why she has to choose someone else because it's like everything about her and john ambrose made sense she even said that like she doesn't overthink when she's with him like it all made sense and then like they kiss and she's like oh it just wasn't there and they take that (laughs) and they use that as a good like oh even if it doesn't make sense why she would choose peter she didn't have a spark with john ambrose and yes physical chemistry is like important but i think that's been taken and extrapolated to be like um well you can love every everything about someone in every way and then but then like oh if if you know if you if if just you don't feel fireworks when you kiss them like that's that's it that relationship's gone it's obvious and it's like yes yes but I feel like it didn't make sense that she wouldn't feel something with John Ambrose because every single thing leading up to that, she explained how she felt more comfortable around him. She like enjoyed spending time with him. And like, it just, I think it was just a cheap way to it, tell the audience, oh, this is why she's choosing Peter. So anybody who says she should, should have chose John Ambrose can suck it because she didn't feel a connection with John Ambrose when she kissed him. Um, I don't know. It just felt, it doesn't make sense for her to choose Peter. They didn't seem like they were working. I don't know. I mean, again, you know, they took out a lot of the context of their relationship to make Peter look better uh, from the books, because in the second book, they, they're the whole, like, there's a secondary plot that kind of, like, pieced together with the main plot with her and Peter about, like, they're playing assassins. So they're, like, really, like, close because, like, they're trying to get, because he gets out really quickly john ambrose does and so he's like helping her get her her targets and so like it's like a cute bonding experience so you can see why she likes him and i think that's the problem that they were having in the movies especially like in the first two is like you don't really see like you see more in john ambrose why she likes john ambrose um i like the the flashbacks and stuff like you know um and stuff like that but it doesn't really see them growing together it was more like oh we liked each other in the past and let's see where that goes than like them making new memories i mean they were yeah. making new memories during their volunteer work like they seem to get along great and like mm-hmm. they seem to work better than like her and peter like it didn't seem like their lives like clicked together like and it didn't seem like they have the same interests and it did it seemed like it was just that uh, for me I think it was so clear in that first one and then going into the second one, even if, especially in the beginning of the second one. And that's why I thought it was going to go where she was going to choose John Ambrose, because it was so clear in the beginning that she just liked having a boyfriend. It wasn't that she liked Peter necessarily. That's how it seemed. She was so caught up and just like she really liked liked finally having a boyfriend. And I think that's what like a lot of high school relationships are. They love having a boyfriend and they think that means they love their boyfriend, but no, it's that they love having a boyfriend. And so I thought that was going to be her growth and her realization like, oh, for this, like, I was just really excited about Peter because it was this like romantic relationship that I had been dreaming of my entire life. But now I'm actually more in the mindset where I'm looking for what I actually want. And that's John Ambrose, because John Ambrose seemed to click with her more as a person. I mean, neither was going to make it past high school. So at least spend time with someone you're comfortable with. Oh, I think for me, and I like literally just watched the second movie right before he came on. Um, but I and I texted Ty this. I was like, John Ambrose is um, like the more upon more rewatches of this movie, the more sad and pathetic John Ambrose comes off to me. Um, <laughs> 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 because in the movies, all like every single scene, he's like, remember us in sixth grade? Remember sixth grade? Remember how cool, great sixth grade was? Remember us as a gang? He doesn't have anything else to work grade. off of. 
like I was like John remember I was like talk about something else please tell her about like debate club at your school tell her about like the memories you made since yeah. then like tell her about the hobbies you have now it like literally everything was like I ent- I constructed my entire life because I liked you in sixth grade because you know he even and I know they probably say this in the books but you know the whole thing of like he's called John Ambrose because because yeah. she assumed that he went by his middle name too i assume they met which is a lie well go ahead (laughs) okay so that didn't happen in the book but in in the movie i assume at some point because they didn't establish this i assume when they introduced each other to like she probably introduced herself as laura jean whatever and then he was like oh we're saying middle names and said his and so she assumed that he also went by his first and middle name and so he just kept going by that because he thought it was cool that she thought they had something in common and so (laughs) he kept going with it even after they stopped going to school with each other and so I was just like John Ambrose what what about your life is like your own like I want to see who you are outside of Laura Jean and so I think that's the issue I have with him in the movies and of course I don't know him in the books um but like in the movies it's just like I'm here to be the perfect alternative everything i do is you i am the male version of you mm. and that's what i don't like about him um at least and peter she could dump peter she's not he's not my end game for her and because <laughs> it's genevieve and i'll get into that later <laughs> but <laughs> but like at least peter offers like he's an opposite to her and he does help her grow in other ways i wish they would have expanded on stuff like get you us know, they constantly talk about like oh she has more friends now she goes out to party she's out of her shell a little bit more and um i like that i don't think that john ambrose would have helped her expand in that way um like peter does so like that's my feelings on john on movie john ambrose anyways i don't know about book i mean book john ambrose is the same way he's like <laughs> what in her mind of, of a perfect guy would be would be john ambrose which is a good thing like maybe like go with someone like you will have general you know interest with mm-hmm. but in the book you can also see like because everything has to go back to Peter. And so, like, he was mad. Peter was mad at John Ambrose back in the day because he kissed Laura Jean. It was a whole big thing because everything goes back to Peter liked her all along. And it's like, well, you also had a girlfriend for, like, four years. So that's also kind of shitty to Genevieve that like, you've been pining over Laura Jean for all this time. And, like, like, but then you also have this huge bond with Genevieve. So, like, it's a very weird, I don't know, amalgamation. Because, like, especially, like, if, if you look at this book one and two and how he could not let Genevieve go. Like, to know that, like, he liked her ever since sixth grade when they saw each other at the first, like, at the sixth grade assembly doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I guess you could always have a bond and, like, a first initial bond with someone and then also develop deep feelings for someone else. So I'm not going, so I will take that back. But it was just like weird that we, we, we learned, like we first started knowing him as being too in love with Genevieve. And to see like, well, if their stars would have crossed, then, you know, it would have been, it would have been Lord Jean, which he could have just asked Lord Jean out. Like he exactly, didn't have to ask Jean out. he could have just <laughs> after the kiss, they could have he could have just asked her out. 
Exactly, because the idea where it's like, oh, they just never, it just never, like, that would only make sense if, like, then Lara Jean got with someone, and then, like, they just never, like, it was never the right time. But, like, she was there and, like, ready and waiting for, and she was in proximity to him because she was best friends with the girl he did end up asking (laughs) out. So it's like, it makes no sense that if he did love her this whole time, he had every opportunity to make a move. He made a move on her best friend. She wasn't dating anyone. She wasn't taken. Like, she, she, she was supposedly had feelings for him too i guess it's this idea where he didn't know she had feelings for him either but like how did he find out genevieve had feelings for him he probably asked her out he probably made a move why couldn't he have done that with laura jean can i can i say my hot takes (laughs) okay so well i think it's established that genevieve is much more forthcoming um Mm -hmm. because even during that spin the bottle game like they show she has a very um very physical reaction to Laura Jean and Peter kissing. Uh, like she's sitting there staring at both of them, daggers, mouth, like jaw dropped. So like, I think Genevieve made it super known that she was into Peter. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a secret. Um, and I think probably after the spin the bottom moment, it spurred Genevieve to be like, he's mine. Um, and also I think this all kind of leads in for me Um is I think that Genevieve has feelings for Laura Jean. Um, and so like, so from my perspective, from my thing is I think Jen, the entire series is having like a bi panic kind of thing. And so like that could have even been happening from sixth grade. Like she might've also had feelings for Laura Jean in sixth grade, but as a sixth grader, you're like, am I supposed to have feelings for a girl? Like, what if she doesn't like me back? I'll just project them all onto this boy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying she doesn't like Peter. Also, like, she could like Peter very much in the same way, but she's grappling with her feelings. And, like, imagine you have a crush, you're having bi-panic, you have a crush on this girl and this guy, and then they kiss each other. I would blow everything up. I would, like, fight. Like, and I think that's... So in my brain, I'm just headcanoning this, Mm -hmm. um, that, like, I feel like maybe Genevieve might have had feelings for both of them. And so um, because she doesn't feel like she might be allowed to like Lara Jean, she just channels all that towards Peter. And so which is what makes her so obsessive over Peter and like so mean to Lara Jean, because it seems like Lara Jean is like her biggest competition for Peter, but also is the biggest competition for Genevieve's love. Um, And so all this to say, (laughs) I think Genevieve made it known. And she was like, I set my sights on Peter. I'm not going to even like make it like let them have an opportunity to even explore that kiss in the basement. Like Largy and like that falls into Largy's whole thing of like Largy mentions like she's scared of romance. The idea of it is really nice, but to act on it is terrifying to her. So and we already see Peter's terrible at communication. So he's going to go for the girl who's like, hey, I like you. Date mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I think it was a perfect storm of um, like they're sixth graders. It's whatever. Genevieve has that abrasive personality yeah. and she was not going to let Peter slip through her fingers. Um, so I fully understand why it didn't happen. I don't love that Peter might have been pining for Lara Jean the entire time just because like it's OK. Like things happen, like relationships change. You can like somebody and then like another person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like a it was us all along. <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be that um i think for sure like peter liked genevieve like sixth grade a girl says she likes you and she's pretty why not (laughs) like why not and like it would have been the same thing with lara jean he kissed lara jean she's pretty i have a crush on lara jean 
But then Genevieve says, she likes me? Cool, whatever. So I don't think it's that crazy to have gone from Largy into Genevieve. Um, I don't like the idea of like him liking her forever. Mm-hmm. But um, like he liked Genevieve, alliances change, we're, t- we're kids, it's kids, who cares? <laughs> and also like Laura Jean like John Ambrose at the time. Yeah. Like, and, and I think this True. is where like, did, did Jenny Han or when they were adapting the book, it was weird because the books have already been created and done, like they could have fixed kind of those tweaks, but I guess, because you know, like just because John Ambrose not in the first book, in the first book, you could have just kind of tweaked it where like, because like, in, in the second book you, and in the, in the movie, like you realize that like, they liked each other like she bought the hat because he liked the team <clears throat> they could have it's weird because like you have all the books in front of you and like you know when you make books you of course you change things like especially if you didn't know you're going to be making three like you can like you know you add things that retroactively like kind of diminish other things but when you have all the books in front of you, you could have made a little bit more of a cohesive story that didn't that the timeline didn't really make sense in the book but you could have like kind of fixed that because like in the in the second one you find out even in the in the movie that like she liked john ambrose like she didn't really it wasn't really about like her liking peter it is like she kissed peter um and so of course like you said like you kissed him like oh i have a crush on him now i like it i love him now um but you know she also had that love for john ambrose as well and so like which I guess technically he also would have been at, he also was at that party as well. So I don't know, like, I guess it's just, it's hard when you're only focusing on one boy, which kind of goes into your, your, um, Karina has a, a theory about how she would have wanted the books to be. And I think that would have made more sense because then, you know, they can all be kind of co- connected, but not connected. Should I say my theory on the, how the books should have been? Well, um, Oh, go ahead, Rachel. I did want to comment on one thing you said about the about Genevieve um, maybe having feelings for Lara Jean, because so like you definitely catch that I think a lot in the third too. Um, she's like, you can tell she wants to approach Lara Jean, and yeah, and yeah, it's like she could just be wanting to make up with this friend she had. But like, there's this moment when they're sitting in the subway in in NYU, and she turns to her and she goes, "This could be us." <laughs> And girl, y'all haven't really spoken a lot in the last couple of months. That's really heavy to say to someone. Um, and then it like pans to also include Chris. So it's not just Lara Jean, but she's focused on Lara Jean. And then at the end of the second one, there was a little bit of something in the way that Lara Jean said, you know, I, I was so focused on whether Peter could like forget about you. I just realized it was me who couldn't forget about you or something like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got most of things about to happen in that treehouse. <laughs> they wound up going to the same school. Like it would have been cute if they would have gotten together at NYU and left Peter alone in freaking Stanford. Well, that's my head cannon. That's what happens after like the credits. Like so, in my brain, oh, they're rooming in NYU together, aren't they? I, th- I, I think that's in Listen, it is both got in. He yeah. said this could be us. Yeah. Yes, like in the treehouse when they're talking about Jung, I was like, this is intense. And the fact that they both put they both put their bracelets in that capsule. They yeah. love each other. They love each other. <laughs> like, like they put their bracelets in there, and then Lara Jean had to like hide it quickly, and Genevieve also like hid hers quickly. Like, I'm sorry, there are feelings there. Yeah, and I want to explore that. 
I would have loved to have like a mini series uh, following them in like freshman year of college and like navigating like those feelings. Peters across the country, whatever. Yeah. You see him in one FaceTime, don't care. Uh, but like Largie and Genevieve getting closer and like realizing like maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's us. <laughs> maybe this whole time the jealousy we felt when we saw the other with Peter was actually misdirected it was yeah, yeah we hate peter we just want to be with each other in the book it was nothing like that like that never happened that was never even like even remotely like genevieve gets a new boyfriend she because in the books it's based in virginia so she goes to virginia tech with her boyfriend and she has mm-hmm. even have a new group of friends like she doesn't really even hang out with a lot of the kids in her other school i guess because they also hung out with peter and she was still butthurt so she was like so she started hanging out with kids from her church. And then um Lord like the third book was more about Lauren becoming her own, like doing bad things. Like her and Chris, like, you know, went to Chapel Hill um by themselves and like all this stuff because the same plot kind of happens. She doesn't get into Stanford. Well, in the movie, she doesn't get into Stanford, but in the book, she doesn't get into UVA. He gets the full ride to UVA to play lacrosse. Um, so then she decides to go to William and Mary because it's close. It's only an hour away. Um, but then because she, she gets waitlisted at um, <clears throat> at Chapel Hill, but then she winds up getting into Chapel Hill. Um, so she decides to go to Chapel Hill to be her own person. And then she still has that same conversation with his mom because Peter wanted to follow her to Chapel Hill, which is dumb. But like, girl, like even you, it's okay. I don't have to go to the same school, but there is more realistic because it's only three hours away. Like, you know, Charlottesville and and Chapel Hill, North Carolina are very close to each other. So like they could still like meet up on a weekend. Like it's like, you know, you can still have a weekend trip together. But anyway, um, and then um, a lot of it kind of culminates in some things changing um, during they all they do like a, a senior beach weekend so they went to like the beach and all that stuff and this is where I don't like book three um, because in well not book three this is why I don't like film three because in book three they have a very like actual conversation about them having sex and like them like taking it to the next level and she's like really panicking like oh well it's the next our next milestone we have to like have sex with each other and he's like we don't have to if you're not comfortable with it and they decide together not to have sex which is i think good for teenagers to see like it doesn't like i don't like it doesn't have to like i'm not saying that you don't have to have like you like the mature thing to do is not to have sex. Like I'm not saying that it's your body; you can have sex if you want to. But in movies, they always say like, "Okay, you love each other, and now you gotta have sex." Where in the book, it felt really relieving to see like them having that conversation, her realizing that she's not ready, and then they're like, "But we still love each other, and we're still together," and and and, and you know, it helped their relationship. Whereas, uh, in the movie, kind of kind of came out of nowhere. It's like. Could yeah. have that kind of had that conversation, but then it resolved after the wedding. Yeah, in the movie, we also see that like to- that toxic thing that we're still seeing in some teen movies, where like her friend Chris like goes, "Y'all haven't done it yet," and it's like a a big huge thing. It's like, oh man, that's embarrassing that y'all haven't done it yet. That's crazy. And it's like, can we stop like communicating to teenagers that it's like it's totally insane and abnormal to like not? Like, well, that happens I, in I the book. Know. And so, like, her and Chris, like, if I remember correctly, like, she, like, packs, like, this, like, lingerie and, like, all this stuff, but then they wind up not having sex. Like, because, like, like, she feels the pressure of doing that because 
one he has sex with his last girlfriend and also everyone around him like it's so weird that you guys haven't had sex yet and so that she feels pressure to do it and then he sees her like absolutely her mind is scrambling about it that he's like you know what that nah, we don't we don't have to <laughs> yeah i think it's uh i think that's interesting too because like uh specifically in the second movie there is a moment and it goes nowhere um which you know i guess i don't want to dwell on it it's whatever but like there's a moment where chris is like you should see how like things work under the like under your own hood so she's like alluding to like (laughs) masturbating (laughs) and i'm like oh that's like that's refreshing to be like let's talk about this as an option for young women as well um and like the fact that she's like yeah explore yourself before you do that with peter so it's very Mm -hmm. interesting to have had that moment in the second movie to then pivot into the third one be like you haven't had sex yet so um and it's also like I like that they brought it up as like a thing. It was a throwaway line, basically. Um, but I do kind of wish, and I'm like I don't need to see Laura Jean. Like I don't think any of the teens need to see. Like, no, Laura I don't. Mean. Exploring that throughout the whole movie, but just uh, it just made me think of like, oh wow, I guess a lot of teen books don't really talk about like alternatives into then to like jumping straight into like sex or like the mm-hmm. full act, however you deem the full act of sex. Um, but I was just like, oh, that's nice that they mention it really quickly not that it goes anywhere not that like <laughs> i'm not expecting bridgerton from these from this book series, <laughs> this movie series obviously yeah. um but it was a nice little throwaway line that they threw away uh that they overturned in the third book the third movie so doesn't matter <laughs> yeah well i want to i do want to hear this theory though that I, I and i know we got off on this tangent but i, I do want to hear this theory of how it was how how you think the the series should have gone Oh, oh, so the book series. So um, I only like to preface this. I want to re- uh, reiterate, I have not read the entire series. It's a trilogy. Um, but the first book is 355 pages long and the other two follow suit. And I think one of them is actually in the 400 page range. I mm. think there's no reason for any. First of all, I don't think there's any reason to follow to like create an entire series um i mean egg on my face they made money they're they're successful but like um the first book ends uh it has an open ending where lara jean begins to write a letter to peter like they're broken up and she decides like i actually do love peter and so she begins to write a letter to peter but we don't see what she writes in the letter uh we don't see her give the letter to peter nothing like that and i am a big fan of that ending just because like if you didn't want her with peter you can just imagine they didn't get back together and Mm -hmm. they just had some kind of closure if you do want her with peter they get back together fine great lovely um and as much as i did enjoy that book i think that it was entirely too long i i do not see any merit in any ya romance uh being 400 pages long Mm -hmm. 200 Who do they pages. think they are? Sci-fi fantasy? Like, yes, I was like, what world building is happening here that we need to see all this, like read all these pages? And I did read it in a day. I will say that, but still. Um, and so then like the other two uh, books follow suit in that page count. And so the way I feel, um, because also the entire trilogy is focused on like, will Laura Jean be with Peter? Um, and also this tidbit in the middle where she might be with John Ambrose where I feel like, hey, there's five boys, uh, there's five letters. Why don't we make it like every, like there's five books in a series, all 200 pages, and each book focuses on a different boy. So like first book goes uh, largely the same way as the first book in the, you know, the series that actually exists, where it's about her and Peter fake dating if we must. And um, 
this and so it ends with them broken up and so in the second book uh she responds to john ambrose because he does he respond to her letter yeah, in the he, book? yeah. okay so second book is john ambrose book uh like she explores dating him like peter's there he exists in the school she passes him in the hallway but it's not like a a thing where like am i gonna go with him like she's trying to actively move on from peter and date john ambrose um third book is whoever the other guy is lucas but one of them is lucas yeah, is lucas. gay and yes, then josh so, but who's the fifth yeah um some boy from camp so like third book would have been like her exploring her friendship with lucas so um it's still a relationship but it's not specifically like i want to date lucas because we know he's gay so it's just her exploring a friendship with lucas and expanding on that and then like maybe lucas kind of gets his own love story in that book um so he's not just the gbf of the Mm -hmm. series um the, the gay best friend fourth book is her kind of coming to terms with josh uh and not that they have to explore dating but like just coming to terms with like their feelings, pseudo feelings, whatever, the Margot of it all. Um, and then the fifth book is her actively being like, you know what? All of my letters got sent out maliciously because in the in the book series, Kitty sends them out because she got mad at Lara Jean for saying she has a crush. Kitty has a crush on Peter. Um, also, I'm Kitty's Josh. like eight years old. Um, Josh. Yeah. Also, Kitty's eight years old in the series. So she acts like a little child. And so like when Lara Jean make, uh, alludes to Kitty having a crush on Josh, uh, Kitty retaliates by sending out all of Lara Jean's letters. So um, I would like for that. I would have liked for like the fifth book to have Lara Jean taking matters into her own hands and being like, well, I'm going to actually deliver this letter myself, even though like, you know, like just to prove like, like I'm doing things for myself. I'm not following in Margot's footsteps. I'm not living my life dictated by like kitty sending out those letters i'm not following whatever my my dead mom wants me to do so like just her being like i'm actively going to find this boy and tell him my feelings like it doesn't matter that i don't like him now just to like let him know like i wish i would have back then um and so like he doesn't even have to appear like she might never find him uh (laughs) but like just to have her kind of on a journey of self-discovery and then the book ends with her ending it back up with peter if you know if peter want if people want that um but yeah and all 200 pages short sweet yeah um, and like kind of their own story but still an overarching story about larging yeah Yeah, i think that's a great idea i also think that like none of the other boys got the closure like like so in the books um both josh and john amber i guess the two like the other two who actually have she has a viable shot with dating with they both get closure in the second book josh because josh is a year older so margo is two years older than um kitty i mean than laura jane and then josh um josh is in between them two so he graduates before he before he doesn't he goes to uva he gets a new girlfriend and he starts living his own life and then they can kind of like have that closure together like yeah i was way too obsessed with you guys <laughs> he was um <laughs> way too obsessed with them and then he finds his own people and he like and they grow and they accept that and they have like a really nice conversation about it and then in the third book um when they're on their beach weekend he she he runs into john ambrose and he's like oh i'm really happy that you're that you're happy um congratulations and getting into um she gets into William Mary and she's but then he's the one who's like oh maybe you want to go to Chapel Hill like he starts to put that seed into her head and also you find out that he has a new girlfriend that he meets in like I think debate club or Monty Wen he does Monty Wen also but I think it was debate club that he um 
he gets a new girlfriend and they have that conversation so like all of them kind of get that closure um before the book ends and i wish that they kind of did that in the movie but once the guy is over they don't really bring him up again mm-hmm. or they keep him around because like like the thing with like lucas is like they definitely keep him around as like a, a gbf like archetypal mm-hmm. character especially because like we never get to see him like get with anybody or have feelings for anyone or like there's a brief comment and i think the third movie was like oh imagine how hard it is for me but it's like mm-hmm. god forbid he have a life outside of large or he gets closure and his own storyline um i think i guess the closure for him is that he continues to be Jean's friend and then i think he 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 says he's going to um sarah lawrence which is sarah actually- lawrence yeah so like but Again, it's like his life is is his closure is that his life is centered around Laura Jean, but as a friend. Um, but he does go to Sarah Lawrence in the book too. Does he have a, like a love interest? Yeah. Okay, I wish that wow. would have been shown in the movie, <laughs> <laughs> or at least like an inkling of that, or some, or maybe a conversation they had could have been about him. I don't know, but it was just yeah. it was just yeah, very much. Um, but and also, you know, now that we say all five together, I'll tell you the most unrealistic thing about this entire series is that not one of those letters was for someone like Harry Styles or something. (laughs) (laughs) We're thinking she's writing these letters all throughout her young childhood years. One of those letters is going to be for a celebrity. A celebrity. (laughs) Um, Um. So that could have been been a fun thing to add. (laughs) It would also have been really cute for like her not to get the the camp letter back. Like she thinks like, oh, well, it was sent to camp. So it's not going to be sent to him. And then like in the last book, like he comes and you're like, what? <laughs> and he could have been a celebrity. Like, you know, we could have made we yeah. could have made it really trophy. Could have gone into some fanfic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted that he was a camp counselor there now. And <laughs> I'm yes. like be surprised, like, oh, somebody sent me a letter at camp. <laughs> yes, that would have been so cute. That would have been really cute. Like you should come and then look, she could have had a self-discovery time in at summer camp as a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. yeah um i feel like heavy on self-discovery because i also feel like i don't know much about lara jean the, mm-hmm. the person outside of the boys um mm-hmm. something i really liked about the book the first book is that like you see a lot of her little hobbies which i thought was cute like she she paints her toenails with white out or very different shades of pink and she loves her cooking which you see in her baking uh which you see in the movies um and i like that they're hobbies that are not necessarily tied to like this is what i want to be in the future but to that end, apparently in the third movie, all of a sudden she wants to be an author. And I was like, oh, you want to you write? I don't see you doing that ever in the in the movies at Oh, but all. she wrote love letters. Of course yeah. she wants to be a writer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's very like because she loves romances, she must love like romantic stories, a.k.a. she wants to study English literature. Um, yeah, it, it does. It, it was very it, it was kind of out of the blue. I agree. Yeah. Well, I think it's because... I'm not going to say that Laura Jean is a self-insert of Jenny Han, but for some context, Jenny Han did study English at Chapel Hill. <laughs> and the book ends with Laura Jean studying English mm-hmm. at Chapel Hill. So I don't know if that's like a, a nod to herself that like, you know, I'm not going to like say that, you know, she's a self-insert or these things happen to Jenny, but I, but that did, that is how, so I think that's the reason why she studied English and stuff. And, but, because do we ever see her reading a book in the movies yeah okay i know she's i know we see her watching movies all the time so maybe like film studies would make more sense like i don't recall her she what as she reads all the bodice rippers that's what um Mm -hmm. chris calls them yeah erotica 
Because in the first scene of the movie, when she's imagining Josh, um, she gets hit in the head with a pillow and then she sits up and she has a book in her hand. Oh. <laughs> um, and then if you're looking at her bookshelf, it's it's only for the aesthetics because they're blue and yellow books, but she has a bunch of Nancy Drew books on her shelf. Oh. Yeah. And she brings books, romance books, to the ski weekend. Yes. Oh, and we and- know she likes Harry Potter because two of the, because both she had a thing with Josh about Harry Potter and then a thing with John Ambrose about Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. Uh, she, Which she, looks very much better. of a twenty, like what, what sixth grade for her would be, yeah, like yeah. like the, like the early, like the mid aughts. Yeah, so that's very much of up up yeah. everyone's alley back then. Um, yeah, she's a writer. I'll I'll take it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I can't think of like another passion of hers that i mean i guess that maybe i could do film studies but oftentimes like a lot of colleges like film studies is like a concentration of english lit Mm -hmm. and she was like really like interested in she watched was watching a lot of movies she was watching romeo and juliet for fun Mm -hmm. i don't know who does that me (laughs) (laughs) which one which one do you watch for fun um well i like the one with olivia hussey i can't remember what year it's in but like when like i think 60 something um but i also like romeo plus juliet 1996 uh i also oh, the leo re-read. dicaprio uh-huh i also reread Classic. the romeo and juliet uh copy that i have on my show wow. so i'm a yeah i'm a big fan of romeo and juliet so i guess i can't imagine doing it for fun because like when i taught i had to do it for my job like once a uh, year yeah. so uh, oh, yes yeah. but now maybe like once i'm separated from that a little bit more <laughs> i'll actually do it for fun <laughs> i'm a big fan of romeo and juliet i love it <laughs> i would say i think you know talking about this I would not have expect Kitty to get the to get the yeah. spinoff. My my spinoff would have been um them. So it, you know, my head kid was never was Genevieve, but I could see it now. Like once I remember when Karina mentioned it to me the first time, I'm like, yes, I can I can get with it. I can get with it. <laughs> but um, but in my in my in my head canon, the the next series would have been like so. Laura Jean would have taken like some like. Oh, I'm gonna go like to Paris or or Italy or something for like some like or even London or something and go and um meet up with like maybe it's like during the summer and so then Kitty comes as well and then also Margot comes and they spend like a summer in in a place. It could be Korea, so they can kind of go back into like mm-hmm. the them having that connection to to their parent to their mother's homeland, but also or I was thinking like Paris or like you know. Italy or even like the Netherlands and her like learning like literature there and you see Margot from time to time you know she's still in um she's in Scotland and like you might see her come in and stuff and then she gets a new boyfriend <laughs> never Peter never, <laughs> I mean, I Peter think- was never endgame for me but yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm I'm I mean I kept like in the I don't know if it changes and well I guess we won't talk about it but I kept I kept wondering are they gonna like tell us how how Lara Jean and Peter are doing um <laughs> but I I just it does it I mean, if they're still, I'm sure they're still together because it's like romance stuff, but like realistically, they broke up twice over because they couldn't handle having a conversation about their big feelings. Like they, <laughs> like they over misunderstandings over like very simple, like what could have just been a sit down serious conversation. They broke up. And so like that's the relationship's not going to make it. Um, but yeah, I, I think the viewers were probably very interested in seeing a spinoff of Kitty because Kitty's like very much the precocious child. Like I'm the matchmaker. I know better than everyone. I know who's, I know what true love is. Like, obviously you love you and you love you. And it's like, you're 11, but 
<laughs> it's just like I, also, I think viewers though were probably interested like now we kitty's been a part of all these love stories now we want to see her love story um and obviously they plant that seed of like her and day in the show um and so i think that's part of it too interesting that but i would have liked to see margo fine although i will i have to i do have to say margo was really distracting in the series because since she's mona from pretty little liars i was like devious she's, she's got something up her sleeve <laughs> which is the episode that uh, karina was on the last time so <laughs> but my problem so in the books margo does get does get a new boyfriend he's like a london i don't think a lord but like a rich londoner and he and he comes in for the wedding um I think I and also if I can remember well because when they when the book ends because the senior year Kitty has to only be in eighth grade because she'll start mm. sixth grade or she's only in seventh grade so now she's in a high junior school, in high so school. maybe 16 so I think they already have all graduated by now yeah uh, because they have to because um I'm about to call her Mona look at me about to call her Mona. I know so Margo she, she was Mona Margo, to me in london now because she graduated because this is like has to be like four years in the future yeah um so yeah so which you because that's a part of the show i think you didn't get to see yet but she um she contacts margo and margo lives in in london in london yeah well let's go ahead i mean i said i think since we're dancing on the border of it are we ready to talk about the show the spinoff the reboot yeah um so I guess, do you mind if I give, like, a little rundown of the show? Oh, go, go ahead. Um, okay, so for Exo Kitty, and I'm like, I'm not reading off anything, so this is just my brain. Ty can help fill in. Uh, Rachel can help fill in. Uh, but basically, the premise of Exo Kitty, uh, for those who haven't seen the third uh, to all the boys, um, Kitty meets a guy briefly in Korea, and that's they kick off a long-distance relationship. Um, that's Day. Um, his name is Day. And so when we start in exo kitty they're keeping up that long distance relationship and she's like man i wish i could date you like in person and she finds out that her mother went to school abroad in korea to like get in touch with her roots so she does like a whole powerpoint pitch to her dad and stepmom uh to be like hey i should go to the korea international what was it korea international something school it was something dumb or school yeah school, like korean international school of soul or something like yeah. that oh yeah yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah yeah just so that yes just so that the the badge could say kiss on her uniform <laughs> <laughs> um so she gets into kiss so oh my god that's where day goes um and shenanigans ensue from there um it i the aspects of that show that i like is that they kind of lean more heavily into a k-drama um because you know she's an international student she runs into the hot uh a-hole guy at the airport and oh my god he also goes to the school how would you know it um there's like the pretty girl who ends up disrupting her relationship with day um so like they take the standard kind of k-drama things and end up flipping some of them on their head um I don't know if they execute it very well. No. <laughs> um, because uh, I guess where you're at, Rachel, you wouldn't have seen this yet. So, Oh, I'm fine with spoilers. Yeah, I'm, okay. listeners, I'm only three episodes in, but I'm totally fine with spoilers <laughs> for this conversation. Um, because this this uh, show does go into like 
queer uh queer mm-hmm. spaces so like i mean yeah you do know that um the with yuri and Kitty's juliana rival. yeah so yuri is queer she has she's a lesbian she has a girlfriend a secret girlfriend um but kitty ends up uh discovering like she's queer as well because she oh. ends up having a crush on yuri Ooh. um who is her boyfriend's fake dating fake. girlfriend <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so like there is all that stuff uh yuri is now in a love hello lettergram no actually yeah. no, i don't know I'm it's something that. yeah pyramid <laughs> Because none of the other people like each other in the pyramid. They all just like Kitty, and Kitty likes all three of them. <laughs> Wait, uh, so it's 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 Day, Yuri, and who's the third one? Minum. The, the, the pretty boy. I knew it. As the moment I saw them in the airport, I was like, okay, enemies to lovers. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> girl, literally, you know it. You know? It's, um, and so, like, it's cool, but I think Kitty gets entirely too many love interests at one at once. Um, and also, this show does a thing that I hated the movie series for doing, which is not uh, exploring Kitty's relationship to her mom's uh, ancestry. Um, mm. Because in the third to so all the boys movie, Lara Jean has a moment in the first in the first scene or so where she's like, "It's so weird being here in Korea and looking like everybody, but not understanding the language." Um, and then like they talk briefly of like, "Oh, I should learn Korean," and then they never talk about it again. Um, and, and you know, in the second movie, they're wearing the hanbok for Korean uh, for China, for Korean New Year's, and they never talk about being Korean again. Um, and you know, they talk about Yakult all the time but they never talk about being Korean again. And so then one of Kitty's main things, which is obviously just to sell it to her parents, but like one of her main things is like, I would like to go to Korea to like really get into like, oh, learn about my heritage, get closer to mom because, you know, their mother is Korean, but she's passed away. So they're raised by John Corbett in the best role of his life. Actually, I should have mentioned that. (laughs) This is the role John Corbett was born to play, doting dad to three daughters, love it. but like just to sell it to her dad, like I would like to go to Korea because her da- their dad is white and he does not, he can't, he doesn't have access to the heritage like that. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like we're in Korea. Kitty will be learning. Kitty will be learning about being Korean, like navigating that. No, she does not. <laughs> they don't even speak. They barely speak Korean in the whole show. There's never like any language. Uh, like she never has any language barriers despite not knowing Korean. Um, like there's one moment where somebody talks to her in Korean and then they realize that she doesn't speak Korean. So they just start talking to her in English and that's it. Yeah. Um, and it makes me sad uh, <laughs> just because like we had the opportunity. She's in Korea literally, but she's then ends up in like mystery sibling shenanigans and like, girl, you missed all the, yeah, you missed that part too. But um, <laughs> I think also like piggybacking on you, Karina, mm-hmm. um, she there was a like a point like it was like a joke like um Minnow starts speaking Korean today just pretty much saying like she needs to learn more Korean and she's mm-hmm. like what did you say about me it's like like why are you bringing that aggressive but it's supposed to be you know done as laugh like haha she really doesn't know Korean um and I wish they would have talked about that more um it's really interesting too like they talk about like the american grades like the american education system because she's like practically failing her classes there because she thought that she was smart but then she got there and she realized that like in korea like school is very more more intense than it is in america um you can't really slack off a lot in 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 
in schools in Asia than you can like in American schools. Um, in which I like that she actually was not having a good time. Cause like she really thought that it was going to be rainbows and kittens. I think they should have put more emphasis on that. Um, in 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 the show about her having a hard time mm-hmm. um being like wait they did a little bit because she always like girl i feel bad for john corbett he was playing for all these flights that you never use because <laughs> she always was like i'm going home i'm going home i can't be anywhere and then she never <laughs> take that flight i'm like girl if i was john corbett i'd be mad that i spending thousands of dollars on this international flight that you're not coming on <laughs> um yeah, or like I wish also like maybe they could have been like that she would have saw family there. I think that would have yeah. been nice too. Like if they would have added like her going to visit family in Korea, um, and having that kind of connection to her mom. But yeah, um, Rachel, there is a plot a, a plot point that first she thought that her mom had a secret child, <laughs> but you find out it was her Yuri's mom is friend. the one who had the secret child. Yeah, I mean I knew there was gonna child. be something there. <laughs> and you find out that the secret child is Alex, the Australian um, professor at their who school. Who seemed much too friendly to yes. uh, Sue Kitty in the beginning. I was like, is this going to be a problem? Yes. <laughs> I was like, and pretty then- little liar strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they might be You find out that the dad was the strict teacher. The yeah. dad was the strict teacher who didn't like um, um, didn't like Kitty. Um, so you find out, so you've had that love triangle um you also finds out the whole thing about um i can't know why can't i think about it now like with um yuri and what was her what was her her girlfriend's name juliana uh, juliana who peeped it right real quick as soon as she saw as soon as she saw kitty like mm, you're gonna be you're gonna be a problem it's like yes mm-hmm. juliana use that use that third eye because it <laughs> was knew. not she knew and yeah and then also just like people like on the internet people been internetting as of course because when a show like this comes out of course it's gonna be the fan like you know and it's okay the fangirls you know because Minnow calls kitty cubby and so they're like oh, he calls her cubby that means that they're gonna get together mm-hmm. so you know like peter called? yeah you know, peter also <laughs> called Lord Jean cubby um, which is like ew honestly <laughs> <laughs> um they also it's uh, also weird too because okay so i listen to a lot of k-pop and i also watch a lot of k-dramas so we mm-hmm. so we will put that we will put that in the in here they only use the english like parts of the song a lot of times in the korean mm-hmm. songs which is interesting because this is based in korea like you can use like all the song like like we know like we're in an international place. It's okay to use the song because they also did that too in, um, in book in movie two because they use "Kill This Love" by Blackpink, but they only put the English parts of that song mm. in the in the movie, and they did it. They didn't do it, which is and then in the third one they didn't do it with G, but I guess because G is all Korean, so it was really it would be really hard by girls' generation. It would be kind of hard to like pick out the English parts but they did it again in this movie it's like I understand that this is supposed to be I guess for an English audience but like they're in Korea it's fine you can play the Korean like you yeah. can play the Korean part of the K-pop like I'm also K-pop. like I'm also willing to bet that a large part of the audience if not all listen to K-pop consume K-pop in some way K-drama like I think it would have been fine um 
I also feel that way just about like in general I don't think like as like the K-drama the K-song the K-pop songs should have been more Korean and I also think there should have been just more Korean spoken around Kitty in general instead of just like the quips of like she needs to learn Korean but like I honestly wouldn't have minded if like a huge chunk of the show would have been Korean language and Kitty would just be speaking English um <laughs> because, and like we can read subtitles it's okay like I don't think anybody would care that much um there is this show and it's like a parody show but it's called i don't know if you guys have heard of it called drama land uh, oh, drama yeah. world um and it's this girl who gets sucked into a k-drama and so and it's american girl white uh, white american girl and so like she's there in korea in a in a k-drama and she's speaking english and then like a couple of other characters speak english to her but the rest of the cast largely only speaks korean and it works and i know it's because like we're kind of have suspension of disbelief um but like i think they could have done something like that with kitty um and her speaking like largely english and most of the cast speaking mostly korean and i think would be fine i think the audience would be able to navigate it um and also to help us feel like fish out of water like kitty would feel mm-hmm. but they yeah, missed they that opportunity ca- they kind of did that too but then they then they kind of dropped the ball a little bit mm-hmm. when like when kitty wasn't around people were speaking korean but then they also <laughs> Did they switch to English, which is weird? Like, I think it would have been better. Like, if Kitty wasn't in the scene, you speak Korean because mm-hmm. you speak Korean. Like, like you know, you're going to speak your more native, more comfortable tongue with other people who native, comfortable tongue is the same as yours. Yeah. Um, like, like with her and Yuri, like when Day and Yuri would be talking, sometimes they would speak Korean, but then they automatically drop it for English when they really want the the scene to be emphasized. Yeah. Um, which and Yuri's fine, family but... at home, I guess they spoke mostly Korean at home, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, but... they dropped mm-hmm. the ball. Um, I also feel like Kitty. I would have loved to see Kitty fail at being a matchmaker in this uh, <laughs> in this series, and they only do it kind of like her matchmaking only is like very throwaway. Um, I was like, when did she suddenly become like the matchmaking girl? Like, I get that she like liked that stuff in the movies, but like that was like her whole shtick. Like, I am, I'm Cupid. Um, and so like we see it with her GBF in this series. Uh, she has a GBF, uh, and she helps him get together with this other gay guy. Is um, it Q? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh. um, and then we see it briefly like at a party where two people are she thinks they might be suited to each other and they're standing in line. And so she switches places with them in line to, to help matchmake them. And she's like, wow, even when I'm trying to get a date, I help matchmake other people. And I'm like, okay, slow your horses. We don't know if they're going to go on a date after this. Um, it's not really interesting too that there's a, that's, it's not that many queer, like there's not that many black characters in this series, but all of them are gay, which is fine. Like all of them mm. can be queer, but it's just interesting that like, none of them are a a a, a valuable romantic relationship for the main character mm. which we could we could talk about it but we're not gonna talk about it but uh but but they all are queer but julian ambrose wasn't queer but oh yeah that is true but i guess because, like, it's weird because then, like in the book he he was white and yeah. he was white technically in the in the first one <laughs> but then he changed to a person that, um of like a biracial black person so mm. i will i will recant my statement because i do love but um uh but you're right because i mean he still wasn't a viable love interest like 
Yeah. And he was, but he was not. And they presented it as very, he's not a viable option because there's no physical chemistry. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, if it, (laughs) it works. Um, so yeah, um, we, I don't know how much we want to speak on it. I don't, I don't really. No, I'm not going to speak. I mean, something something, something I usually like peep a lot. Yeah. Something I like, my eyes get jawed towards it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And we, of course, they had the Korea boo in what were we saying, Miranda? Something with an M. I can't. I can't. Think oh my of god! That. Yeah, that redhead. I plucked her. Is she a redhead? I plucked her yeah. right out of my memory. <laughs> um, you, oh, the one you... who was like, um, like a white American, and she was like speaking Korean, and the Korean lady was like, "Okay." <laughs> yes. Um, because yeah. she's also at some point of a love interest. Uh for minho uh, <laughs> oh yeah like a distraction yeah she but he still went along with it which is very interesting to me because i was like oh so you think kitty sucks but like you're gonna go i mean like obviously he doesn't think kitty sucks but like for him to entertain that girl at all i was like okay well, she does come from a rich family and that seems to be just in the first couple of episodes seems to be his thing but he it wasn't even like that like they made out in a library i don't know what happened i can't remember like what exactly like kicked it off but like they made out and then they continued to make out and then he kind of like wanted to actually date her but she was like "Mm, mm." (laughs) so yeah well because he was does he actually you could that's when you start seeing like the jealousy a little bit like that's when like the 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 sea started to be thrown about him potentially liking kitty because he only really makes out with her when she or really start thinking of her as a viable option when they have that um when he the has party. that party and he sees them actually get back together um mm. kitty and day which is interesting because they talk a lot about which this is could this be a stereotype of from the korean media that i ingest but like they talk a lot about like no underage drinking which is really interesting because koreans are known to be like a really big drinking culture um so I thought that was weird, but I think that's also maybe, which is weird because like even in teenage media, like here in America, they drink. So I don't know why they try to make it. I guess because they had to make it something where Kitty has to do something faux pas um, for them to, for her and them to get in trouble. Because mm-hmm. um, she calls the she calls the young teacher, which is <laughs> she calls the young teacher and she's drunk, and it's so interesting. I was like, like over familiarity um, yeah. between them, and like thank God they played it as like she thinks that she might be his younger sister, but like otherwise it was like, why are you calling him drunk? Like, girl, what is going? on? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> why do you have his personal number? <laughs> like. <laughs> like it was just a bunch of stuff that happened there like you're like what's 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 this crossing and some they, boundaries yeah <laughs> and they also do like the the big um k well i guess like a lot of like even like a lot of animes do it like the smartest person has to always be on the top if they're a scholarship kid and if they're mm. not on the top then they lose their their scholarship because that happens with day yep. and then you find out because q boyfriend who is french um cheats like he gets like past papers like he buys past papers and stuff and so he becomes number one on um like um they're on their rank and because day is number two he loses his room and board it's like uh two trash no longer no scholarship for you um so that is um fun and yeah i think it was just like if it was i understand where they were going with it 
I think they put too much of everything in it. Like, it was mm-hmm. too much of everything. Too much of a teen, American teen drama. Too much of a K-drama. Too much mess. Too many characters. Too many... It was, like, a love hexagon or, like, octagon by the time it ended. Um, and then at the very end, Mino confesses his love to her on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Because <laughs> they're sitting, of course, contrived coincidences. They're sitting no, next to each he, other on the way home. No, he bought the ticket to be next to her. Because he literally asked. Yeah, he didn't want her to be alone or something like that. <laughs> oh, he first he said, oh, because I didn't want to be alone. But then, yeah. think, well, maybe because I like you. I like you a lot. Yeah, and that was the end. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, and then she also, at that point, had had, like, an airport goodbye with Yuri. Mm-hmm. So kind of an airport goodbye because you know yuri was having an airport hello with juliana but mm. um so like they planted the seeds because kitty was about to confess to yuri or i feel like yuri should have picked up the vibes but um like kitty was about to confess to yuri didn't because juliana was there then she gets on the plane and yuri's like i mean uh minho was like i like ya <laughs> cut the credits and poor Dave's <laughs> out there <laughs> um because i think she and day just broke up is that what it was like they just he, he he tells Day that she likes Yuri and that he does she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. And they break up as friends. Like, okay, like at first he was kinda mad because like why did you come all the way over here and yes. together? But but you also was having problems too, so let's not talk about that. But because they had just gotten back together, that's what it was. Because like they had just gotten back together and then literally like the next episode she's like avoiding him. Yeah. <laughs> and then and he was like, what do you want from me? And that's like when she sets the stage on fire, something like that. Like, there's a whole thing. Like, there is a lot of K-drama stuff in that episode because she, like, she has to do extra credit a dance recital to <laughs> to stay in the school. So <laughs> something ends up getting on fire. Minho ends up saving her. Um, and then Day is like, oh, my God, I should have saved her. I'm her boyfriend. It's like, oh. <laughs> and when she says, "Oh, I like someone else," she he they think says Minnow, and mm-hmm. so he goes and try to beat up Minnow, and like, "Why are you trying to take my girlfriend?" And then she's like, "It's not Minnow, it's not Minnow." And this whole time, is she just... still like rooming with them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but she gets expelled for, so she gets kicked out. Yeah, um, that's why she has to go home. It's because she well, she mm-hmm. had to go home anyway because it was I guess like break winter yeah. break. <clears throat> But she gets she gets expelled for live sleeping there, and then Yuri. It's like, why did she get expelled, but not the boys? Because the boys, you know, knew that she wasn't supposed to be there. Um, so I guess that's kind of like they're they're in they're in for next season. I mean, like, yeah, also, wasn't that like a school mistake? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> they should they should have been. It was it shouldn't have been on her to be like, oh, y'all put me in the wrong room. The but did school she made a back- mistake. But then she, then she goes in room with a girl, but then yeah. you find out that she that the girl was filming her while she was sleeping and putting it online. Oh, which is an easy fix because you would then go to the school and be like, "Hey, my roommate is filming me illegally." But instead of doing that, she just went back to room with the boys illegally. So a big flop on her part. Um, yeah, because you could easily go to the school and be like, "Um, <laughs> so." Uh, like you need to expel this person who's filming me. <laughs> yes, like and that, nothing ever happens to that person, so it's very no. weird. Um, yeah, like nothing happens to them. It's, and it's super... the thing is, like, so the way that they even find out that she was living with them is that uh, because she was they they post. It's weird that they post all the ranks. Um, they post the ranks of the school. Um, like you know their their class rank, 
in their dorm and so she went to go check and they're like why are you here so early which she could have just said, well i mean i guess like can any can they sleep over like because she was dating day she could have said like she was just with they day. probably don't like, allow that they definitely i guess yeah but i guess that would have been, been a different um like, that would have been like yes. maybe a suspension or or a lower crime than being outright expelled for living with them because it could because she could have been like oh i was a day but then yeah. they go in the dorm room and they see all of her stuff her set stuff. up and they're like, you live here. The whole thing is dumb. It's just, it's dumb. Bad coincidences. Uh, not a fan of any of it. Um, it could have been cute. It. I don't think like the whole, like the series itself, I don't think I would have. I mean, it's fine in theory. I don't think I would have wanted that spinoff series. Like I have literally like three other mm-hmm. things that I would have wanted spun off of to all the boys and i don't think kitty kitty's adventures were one of them yeah. so <laughs> was, was this like just thing? a mini series or was this is this gonna have like a season it's, two they it got renewed it got renewed for season two yeah wow are y'all gonna keep watching yeah My- <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, i love a good talks like i think i think the thing is like what they wanted Kanye kind of achieved is was an american version of a k-drama which is what they got and what people was eating up um is it good no am i Not still gonna all. watch the see who she gets with kind of like i like <laughs> that like you know oh it drops today i'm gonna watch it today but you know i might i might start seeing the tick i might go tiktok i see a little bit of the clips to see if i want to See who she. It, I guess it depends on who she ends up with. Is if I want to go back to see. Um, all, <laughs> I'll watch it all in a day and then text hi. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. Uh, there is like, oh, like oh, we've thrown a girl into the mix. Like that's fun. But I doubt she'll end up with Yuri. I. That'd be interesting. I doubt it. <laughs> I think she's gonna end up with Minnow. I yeah. think. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that was set up from the very beginning. I think it's like, I think it's like, like Day is obviously like the childhood love interest, and like it's going to be hard to let that go. But, um, but I think they set it up from the very beginning, like that her end game is Minho. Yeah, it also would be a departure from like Lara Jean's whole thing because like Lara Jean is with her first love, and so like for Kitty, it's like because Kitty's already breaking boundaries, barriers because you know she's queer, so she's already exploring all that other stuff. Um. So like they're gonna probably further and be like, yeah, she's gonna end up like it's okay to end up with your second love, or like somebody besides your first, um, which is fine. And also enemies to lovers, which one thing a K drama loves is a good enemies to lovers. I I too love an enemies to lovers. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah, I I I never understand what well, it's like a, a real enemies to lovers because like he is rude to her in the beginning, like yes. it's uh, to the point where it's like cruelty. And I don't know if there's a, like how could you ever then like really love someone who is like that just straight up cruel to you? Ask like to boys over flowers. I know it just doesn't, it never makes sense to me. He sucks at boy over flowers, but yes, um, yeah, and um, Billy's that girl, and that girl still loves him at the end. Yeah, like it's insane to insane heights in that. So I think it to watch EXO Kitty, it's like okay, this is doable. Like yeah. we can yeah he's just like a little asshole whatever you can grow from this yeah um oh i'm sorry i didn't censor myself i've been saying a-hole the whole it's time it's okay we can but- mark this episode explicit <laughs> um but yeah it's whatever i think for me to yeah it just wasn't the spinoff i was wanting i wanted to spin off with marco 
um yeah. yeah like i would have liked to see Margot in scotland on her own because it was like it'd be interesting to see explore Margot's motivations because up until that point she was the mom of the family and like she took that role on of her own accord so like to make a decision like going out of the country so far away it's like i would like to see what makes her tick um yeah for that to make that decision like obviously she needed to break away from the family but she's also got like a very type a personality which is very different from like lara jeans so yeah i would like to see how she's doing in school like in scotland like is she doing as well over there academically i mean i know they didn't want to they didn't care to explore it <laughs> um but I'd well, like she seems see very that. like rational too which doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily like equate well to like a hopeless romantic like like kitty's a very hopeless romantic lara jean was also very like like she's stressed about things she's like what do i choose and her sister like choose the school choose the school don't choose yeah. the boy choose the school and i don't know if that would vibe well for like if they're going for like a romance series also they were probably like this actress has already been the the star yeah. of a failed spinoff <laughs> i think they could have worked something out like um just because Movie. like, like it did not because... have to be a it did not have to be a tv yeah. show like yeah. i think margo would have been a good i went to nice and i Stella got her groove back kind of thing. Like I yes. learned how to let go and and you know be myself and mm-hmm. find out what I really wanted. And I feel like that's what they kind of miss out of the books because in the books it was really more about the song girls and them kind of growing and missing their mom, but also growing past that trauma. Um, and a lot of things happen, especially in book one, that you kind of made Laura Jean look at her sister differently um in like a new light because in the whole book you only see Margot from Laura Jean's perspective and then after she finds out that she has sex with Josh like she like like oh yeah I forgot Margot's her own person <laughs> and he yeah. does her own things, which I wish that they could have explored um maybe maybe um she gets her own movie just of her just like you know chilling but she probably not I mean yeah it, the the opportunity has passed um I think it's well, well beyond that. Like, I would have loved to see, especially because, like, Margot was in college, so, like, that's a whole different, like, setting. Like, we can see that aspect of, like, young adult, like, emerging adult kind of thing, and that would have been nice, but we're past that now. Um, yeah, because now they're so much far in the future because... Yeah, even, so... Because she says today that we've been dating for four years or something, or three years, mm-hmm. so Margot would have been... Margot's out of college now. Yeah, but they still could have that college experience with the other spinoff I wanted, um, <laughs> which would have been a period piece, but, you know, like the 90s or whenever her parents went mm-hmm. to school. So, like, following uh, the dad and the mom when they were in college, because, like, when we hear stories of them meeting, that's really cute and everything. But I would love for the mom to be, like, her own person instead of just, like, this this faraway, like, memory that all the song coveys like hold to their hearts and cherish and live their lives according to how she lived her life which um is cool but i would love to see her as a more three-dimensional character um Mm -hmm. rather than this this ghost that did no wrong um so it'd be nice to like see that that's what i wanted i wanted to spin off of like just like it could only be like one series one season mini series uh how the mom and dad met in college and like that i think that'd be cute like to see it play out and not just hear about it because you even find out that like that wasn't her first boyfriend and like all that stuff so i think it would have been cute to like see because really weird because like all the song cover girls are so intensely about like love whereas like i could see the the mom being more free Mm -hmm. they're free and stuff um especially like after exo kitty like she had a life 
Yeah, you like know. it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see other stuff. I don't I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah. I will rank it. If I had to rank the series into the thing, I think I just really do not like movie three. I would have I would put movie three below the series. Wow. Wow. I would not. <laughs> it would be like two, one, three kitty mm-hmm. for me. I think it's gonna be controversial. <laughs> I think it'd be the TV series and then one, two, three. I didn't like the movies. <laughs> and the show was at least more watchable for me because there was like more going on. This uh-huh. is just like it was it was the Laura Jean and Peter show, and I just could not invest in their relationship. So I guess that's important. Like if you can't invest yeah. in the relationship, the movies kind of mute. suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I yeah, I'm not like I'm gonna fight people for over this series. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like so bad. I think it has its problems, but I don't think it's so bad. Where like where it's like it's unwatchable. Like it's it's oh, no. like it's it's I I mean I I enjoyed the three episodes I watched. Um, but like that's when it starts getting bad though. See, so you, see, so you missed the part. See, so you missed <laughs> with like, the shenanigans and stuff shenanigans. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll you, see if my if my opinion changes when I finish the series. Yeah. I think um, I think the movie series is pretty rewatchable because I, I like watch it pretty often, like at least once a year since it's been out. Um, like I have a good time. Uh, I have a group chat uh, with my friends Vanessa and Anise, and. Um, our group chat is called the Bonnie Bear wannabes after that one line where Josh is like, I think you should leave buddy. And then Peter is like, this is who you left me for this Bonnie Bear wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's our group chat name. I don't know Bonnie Bear. I don't listen to his songs. I don't even know what he looks like. So I don't even think like, I was like, I can't confirm or deny whether or not Josh is a Bonnie Bear wannabe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's funny. I thought the line was great. It's my favorite line in the whole series. Um, so one is intensely rewatchable for me. And so is two. And three is like, maybe if I feel like watching it on a good day. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is true. Like, Laura Jane also was kind of a, like, yeah. In three, it's like, yeah, you can't pick a song when the other person is not there. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little like, yeah, you're, it's like your song is supposed to be a song that you two have a memory, a strong memory with. Yeah, like, stop it's, having it happen. <laughs> It's not like, oh, I heard this song that I really like. This should be our song. (laughs) And and also, like, in movie two, like, not, I'm not, because, like, John, like, she, I don't think she knew that John Ambrose was fighting with her. Like, I'm really going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate and that she did not know that he she was that he was i think she was well aware why why else would she be like who should i choose yeah she knew because like the whole time you know when john ambers was like oh we planned this treehouse party together and she didn't say anything she didn't say a thing like um when peter was saying something about like oh why do why didn't you ask me to bring the pizza like she definitely knew and she was trying so hard to not let it be known that peter was her boyfriend yeah so she knew she, John Ambrose was starting with her. Because she knew that Peter wasn't the right choice. I she <laughs> she knew it because Genevieve is the right choice. It's <laughs> Genevieve. <laughs> yeah. But it had to be a reason. And it also could have been because she was being mad because she kept on, you know, blowing her off for Genevieve, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you can keep your secrets, I can keep my secrets. Which is not a good way to have a relationship. Yeah. Mess. I love mess. I mean, yeah, me too. I love a good mess. That's why why I love Exo Kitty. Like, is it bad? Yes. Is it messy? Yes. And that's why I tuned it. 
I just, yeah. I just can't. I, I can't rewatch that. I think the I'm drama, the drama makes it fun though. I don't think I'll ever rewatch these movies. <laughs> I think that was a one and done for me. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I feel like we like if I would there's certain things that like if I would have watched them now, I don't think I would enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And I think knowing knowing myself, I probably still would because I do love a good I love a good love triangle, as you guys know, and I also love a good romance, and I also like I love romance things so I, I think i still will like but would i enjoy it as much as i did like back when i was 20 and reading the books for the first time and like experiencing that maybe not hmm. i just like a good fun movie i like a a movie that teenage girls can watch and just enjoy i feel like we don't get too many of those like just specific teenager movies mm-hmm. uh that much anymore or like shows i think we're kind of going back into that but like it's nice to just be like look at these teens being teens it's yeah yeah so i enjoy it yeah yeah says the 29 year old woman (laughs) (laughs) just i I like it yeah just teens. i love it i love i love uh hello fellow kids or (laughs) as a 28 year old teenager i love this (laughs) yeah like it speaks to me It it really is like I think Lauren Jean, for better or for worse, like was oh how like how I pictured myself as high, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like she she's like one of the characters I could relate to the most. So that's probably also why I like I like oh maybe like I wish I had like five boys you know vying for my attention, um, or at least three boys vying for my attention. But yeah, it's it's a uh, one of those things where. I like it because of the place I was in in my life at 20 that like maybe you know watching it uh, for the first time at 28 I might not resonate as much as I did before but I do like I said I love some mess and I love a good love triangle so (laughs) give me some mess give me some love triangle and I will eat it up yeah well I think that's a great note to end on um we we you know we recommend the series right for people who haven't seen it before if you liked the we recommend the TV series for people who liked the movies, yeah? Yeah, sure. Okay. Even sure. if you don't watch the movies. <laughs> the acting is kind of bad. Um, yeah. So be aware of that. So even yeah. like even though the plot is dumb, the acting is also bad. So <laughs> yeah. if you don't like that, then don't Yeah, it's, it. it's near unwatchable. Um. Right. Day in particular is a really bad actor. Aww. I think English is not his language. Like, some people can't flip like between English and, and and Korean. Like like well, English and they're like foreign. Like they're actually. And that's native. why he should have been speaking in Korean the most. Like yeah, I mean, well, then what's it. Kitty's excuse? Because Kitty's also a very bad actress. <laughs> yeah, she's had three movies to channel this, and she has not. So <laughs> she was uh, better in the movies. <laughs> like, what happened to this TV show? Because she, she was, a, she was time, a supporting yeah. character, right? Like, yeah. yeah, she had very supporting character energy. You expect that kind of acting from a supporting character. She does not have main character acting. <laughs> yeah, so like watching the show, it's just like okay, but yeah, watch it if you're interested, even if you haven't seen the movies, because I think it stands alone pretty well. Um, like you know they they briefly mentioned like oh i got my i got my older sister together with her guy they're doing great um i got my dad together with his new wife they're doing great so like you don't have to watch the series like the movie series to watch this series um so you could just jump into it if you want to and then explore the movies if you like the movies you can watch kitty if you like kitty that much um 
uh, there's no harm in watching it, I guess. <laughs> so I recommend the movies. Which is which is a glowing recommendation of the TV series. <laughs> that there is yeah, no like, harm in watching it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None that I can think of right now. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, you get what you get out of it. Um, if you like mess, you watch you it. Like yeah. Mess. yeah. If you like yeah. mess. If Definitely said, if you like drama and stuff. I wouldn't I don't know if it's necessarily like I, I don't know if I would characterize it as like a, a just a typical romance yet because it's like we're not really seeing a whole lot of the successful romance. We're seeing a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, definitely very drama driven right now. Yeah. Cool. Um well well let's hope the season two actually happens. Um what with the strikes <laughs> and all, we don't really know what what is gonna get canceled and what's not. <laughs> so oh, yeah. we'll see. It should just end on that cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but it would be funny. Uh, all right, well, cool. Um, thank you so much, Karina, for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Is there anything you want to plug or? No. Uh, <laughs> my my plugs are go. You know, if you have Netflix, I'm sure you do. You're borrowing somebody's for now. Uh, just get on there, watch the movies, watch the show, and chime in with your thoughts. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now, what are we doing next week? <laughs> I don't. I don't think we decided. Cool. Ooh, mystery. Cool. All right. Well, it's a mystery what we're doing next week. So tune in. Follow us on social media. Then you'll see. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.